0: Trenches. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to From the Trenches Real Life in the Accounting Industry. My name is David Boyer from Change GPS. We are brought to you by Wheel, formerly Divi Pay and Change GPS. I'm joined here with the best mate in the whole wide world, Paul
1: Meisner. Hey, David. Hello, listeners. Hello, all. Uh, welcome coming you to you from a wet, wet Melbourne. But but we're all uh, we're surviving, David. Um, lots, lots in the accounting industry. Lots going on. What are we talking about today? This entire episode is about celebrating my 40th birthday.
0: Really? Nah, When's that? No, we've, actually, we've got a big agenda. But uh, my 40th is next Sunday. I spent last weekend in Surface Paradise with my schoolboy friends, eating and dining and drinking. And I've got family and friends next Saturday night.
1: Very exciting to turn 40. You only 40. There you go. I did not know that. There you go. Because I don't have your luscious locks. It's a bit Mm -hmm. misleading. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, good. Right.
0: What are we talking about today? You cannot be in the accounting industry and not sense the vibe of anger, disappointment, frustration at the lack of service and support given by member bodies towards public practicing accountants It ranges. It touches on almost every area of practice life. You talk to an accountant, it comes up. You jump in a Facebook group, you see it. You go to a zero kind of technology conference and every second person's talking about it, but it is hard to do something about it. Fortunately, the rules of good governance and remuneration committees have given you, the member of Chartered Accountants, an opportunity to have a say and hold someone accountable for what we feel is their poor performance. This Friday is Chartered Accountants Australia and New Zealand's AGM. Paul Meisner jumped on LinkedIn and put up a very relevant post. Do they deserve a pay rise? Do the directors deserve a pay rise? It is so easy for people to hide behind brands and corporate looks and feels. We have an opportunity to hold people accountable where it counts, in their own hip pocket. Paul, what inspired The Post?
1: Thanks, David. Look, and and, and we should be very clear, David, up front, that we we want to encourage Z members. We hear from a lot of them. We hear a lot of the negativity. Around the performance of the body and the value of the body. And we don't we don't see action. We want to encourage people to be part of the process um, and to vote how they believe. We're not going to tell people how to vote. Um, We will share how we are voting clearly. But we we want members to engage as they can for the betterment of an organization that, that many people, David, not just. Not just you and I, um, but a lot of people we speak to have a, a very negative view of the performances. And I'm, I'm talking public practice, David. You know that's clearly where 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 i's, uh, where my network is. And it's not it is not uh, just C-A-N-Z, but it clearly is. That's the one we're a member of, David. Um, but they're all they're all sort of in, in our view uh, failing miserably.
0: So what we're going to do is, it's so easy for accountants to get together and get frustrated at the performance of chartered accountants against the standards that we have and the expectations we have. But given that it's a remuneration committee, we should assess them against their own standards and their own performance guidelines. This episode of the next 25 minutes, Paul and I are going to take you through the five key pillars of CA strategic plan. We're going to mark each pillar out of five. We haven't role-played this before, so we don't know where it's going to end up. And we're going to work out whether or not, based on our assessment, a pay rise is warranted for the Board of Chartered Accountants, Australia and New Zealand. And if it is, if they do well, pay them more. Congratulations. I'm all for paying top dollar to get the best talent if people are performing. But if they're underperforming, you've got to question their tenure, let alone a pay rise. So... In the link to the show notes is the CAANZ strategy. There's also a link to the AGM website in case you didn't have the email in your email in your in your inbox. The purpose of this episode is to inspire you to vote. If you disagree with us, fine. Vote no. Vote yes. Vote nothing. I'd rather you didn't vote nothing. I'd rather you voted because otherwise they'll just keep calling our bluff.
1: They'll they will. I, I think also. I mean, you, you know. I, people i speak to I, I don't know whether they would ever have have looked at the strategy or known there was a strategy um so let's let's lift the lid on it all right and let's fine. let's talk about it david you know clearly where it, it's it's a bigger church now as a global organization and and you know certainly the merger provided size but has really um created a lot of cracks in 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 the in the value to a lot of to a lot of members, not 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 least the members in public practice who are really hurting, who are really really underrepresented. Let's get into it, and then if we've got time, David, I want to do a bonus on the values because I think I think the values is probably for me. Let's let's try to give the values a score out of ten because th- that's where I think they they underperform as well.
0: So okay. let's go. It's twelve What's past strat- nine. I got a meeting at nine forty-five. Let's see what strategy number one. Let's go. Oh, there are five key pillars, world-class member experience, our brand and influence, sustainable profession and professional body, digital transformation and delivery, and a culture of different makers. Under point one, world-class member experience, there are three focus areas, understanding our members' needs. <laughs> Out of five? Oh, hang on, not, we're not ready. Well, let's, let's Intu- go through it all. You'll go through it okay. Intuitive and engaging connections, <laughs> relevant learning and support. Paul, first take. <laughs>
1: This is for public practice, David. They they wouldn't have a clue. I mean, they would not understand what what we did. Um, yeah. So that's a zero out of five. It, it, is, it is an absolute. It is an absolute, absolute zero out of five. There is nothing intuitive or engaging about how they connect. Uh, I with, I think with most- members in public practice and relevant learning and support. We'll talk about it later. But the relevant learning and support, their learning and support for public practice has been that their their responsibility across the whole organisation has been abdicated out to software providers. Uh, And they clip the ticket on the way through. It's that the member experience at public practice level is negative.
0: Uh, Well, you've broken the assessment system that we just decided on 10 minutes ago. So for you, I imagine it's a zero to five and you've explained why. I've explained Me, why. understanding our members' needs, I, I don't think they get anywhere near a pass mark on understanding what public practice actually needs. So I'm going to give them a one because I know of one good person, a chartered accountant who I believe understands it but struggles to get any traction. Uh, intuitive and engaging connections. I mean, most CAs don't even know that they've got an account manager. CA kept pushing forward with this online MyCA Salesforce dashboard that they were told no one would use and it's still very lowly used relevant learning and support. There were three, four big issues this year where software companies beat CA to the punch on market education and advocacy. Section 100A changes to professional services streaming, um, talking to the banks about signing these accountant letters, Mm -hmm. and there's a major issue in Queensland with the QBCC requiring all builders have um, general purpose accounting statements prepared. Big, bigger PR, the biggest, that, and that's probably closer to my PR. I'm giving them a one out of five for world-class member experience. If you're listening to this, the three pillars are understanding our members' needs, intuitive and engaging connections, relevant learning and support, get out a serviette and a
1: pen and write down what number you rate them. But yeah, that was all under world-class member experience we were rating. That's the pillar. Let's let's move to the next pillar, brand and influence. David. Under that, the focus areas, bold and visible advocacy in the public good, proudly upholding professional standards and trust, elevating the CA difference.
0: Bold, visible advocacy in the public good uh, is a tough one because every time they spend money on ads, the membership gets a bit frustrated. We don't really like seeing it, but they did what I thought was a pretty good campaign, the Difference Makers Advertising Campaign campaign. I thought represented the values of CA that I liked, which was the account as the trusted advisor for small business. I reckon that I'm giving them a pass for that one. I thought that was pretty good. Um, is a bold? No, but it is visible. Proudly upholding professional standards and trust, zero out of five for this. You can't have the ethics issue with KPMG and and, and get a performance on this. Um, external reviews being commissioned. If you have an external review to me that's putting your hand up and saying we accept that we've got a deficiency we don't have the skills internally to do it we're going out elevating the ca difference uh i don't, I don't think anybody knows what that means i think if you ask the public do you care if your accountants are a cpa they don't care as long as you're legally allowed to lodge a tax return they could give us stuff so yeah, not, not in public practice yep i going uh a 2 out of 5. I can't give them a pass mark given the ethics issue was so bad. If they didn't have that ethics issue at KPMG, I'd probably give them a 3 and a pass. But I'm
1: giving them I I think for me, I mean you can't not say the brand's strong. I think I think the brand is just inherently strong because yeah. of the 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 quality the, the quality of the the learning, the quality of the designation when you get it is Class. Yeah, top of top of class, like absolutely. You know, in in public practice, in but,
0: but did this pod camp- create that, or is that the legacy of a hundred odd years of history?
1: I, I, I think I think the board. I mean, in a way, I, I think the CA program's not what it was when we did it. Mind you, I don't think my CA program was the same as when my dad no, did it. Every every generation so, says it was harder for me. I, I think it's. I think it's certainly watered down. Um, over time as it, as it arguably needs to be because the membership get wider. So look, the, 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 brand there, because of the quality of the course and the quality of of getting in, you know, has to have great value influence. I mean, we've seen this before, David, on I sit on, a I sit on ATO panels. Um, when you look at the absolute sham, that was that job summit. I mean, it was, it was selfies in uh, selfies in Parliament House, uh, and my favourite analogy, David, not not dissimilar to uh, Indiana Jones in Raiders of the Lost Ark. If you actually take CA out of any advocacy, would we would we actually have any different? Uh, 100A would be the same.
0: Thanks to Access Offshoring for supporting this episode. Okay. Access are the offshore recruitment specialists for the accounting industry. With over a decade of industry experience, Access Offshoring helps you to find talented and high-quality accountants based in the Philippines, allowing you to create sustainable growth and meet client demands as well as improving your bottom line and gross profit. Speak to the team at Access Offshoring today to watch a best practice presentation on finding the right staff and creating a high-performing accounting team.
1: limited licensing you know fail that's still ongoing you know i i think i think the advocacy is bold and visible but is useless like actually getting nothing innovative. done don't doesn't understand what what we need and is just bold and visible for the sake of looking like they looking like they're busy i mean i i look i'd give it a 1 1 out of 5 purely because i'm in mean, the brand and the quality of the of the designation, but everything else. I mean, that's clearly the upholding professional standards. The professional standards system is a joke. It's it's weighted, uh, you know, it, it's weighted significantly against public practice, um, particularly small public practice, where the big end of town can seemingly do whatever the hell they want. So, out of five, our branded influence, one, well, one for response, me, by the way,
0: one for you, to two for me. Yep. So there are three for branded and influence and one for world class member experience. It's not trending towards pay rise for the board at this stage, but we've got three more categories <laughs> to go. Paul, the count continues after this break. Sustainable profession and professional body. I don't know if there's a break there. Maybe channels sticking out. In I'm not sure. Uh, probably, probably. No, he does a good job. I don't have to worry what he does. Sustainable <laughs> professional professional body. Uh, the three pillars membership, growth, and diversity, sustainable operating model, enhanced governance and assurance. Hang on, under this one, under this category is sourcing the talent of the future. Future membership programs and pathways, sustainability, enhanced assurance, best practice, governance. Well, ah. Uh, I mean, they lost the war on talent 10 years ago. I can't sing this song any more than I've sung it already. I'm not sure they're doing enough to fix it. They certainly don't get a pass mark for it. Um, The entire CA program seems to be a Ponzi scheme relying on international students choosing the CA designation and then triple down economics from the big four employers down into small practice land.
1: It's, it's, It's really hard to argue that they are for a sustainable profession when over the course of time, they have literally just thrown their hands up and just promoted whatever it was software promotes. Now, we know from you know from the days of Kairos and, and through Catalyst and through all of the other things that they've tried to do for public practice, David, it's just been the voice of software which has been compliance is dead, automation is going to rule, rule the world, this is what you have to do. Well, yeah. the, 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 the unfortunate thing is, David, that 30% of their membership are still trying to, you know, <laughs> doing all this work that was, in theory, supposed to be gone.
0: Your, your comment about,
1: you know, selling it out to software is an
0: interesting one. When you talk to the software CEOs that I talk to and try to benchmark against, CA is probably one of the lower-performing channels into market that a software company can go to. There's a few case studies where it's done really well and it's been done at scale, but I don't think software companies clamour around saying CA delivers us tons and tons of value. And and you know, disclosure, change GPS has never run a paid campaign with CA. It's on my agenda. I'm
1: talking to them. I'm considering it. Um, but I don't... Um, every event, David, every event, every thing that I get is presented by software. There's a brand new... Um, Building a better practice, or something—I don't know. There's a sort of a, a seminar series for public practice, which we had to pay for. Was, um, yeah, it was just entirely just software. Was, so I think was your point was delivered the, the, the by. Balance is off. It's fine to have it, but the balance isn't there. It was just. It was. It was entirely clipping the ticket, both from the members who had to pay for it, but- and presumably, I hope they were paying to present. Because if they weren't paying to present, then it's there's no point having it. The, the The sustainability, is that the sustainable operating model? does that mean? They don't they run at a profit or they are environmentally sustainable. Well, they don't run at a profit. If anyone was just sort of looking at the thing. Uh, they lost money. The professional body of accountants is losing money. Yeah, if there wasn't a building in Sydney that they could revalue. They'd be losing even more money. There's actually an existential
0: risk on the losing money. They lost more money because they don't have foreign students to train. So uh, education revenue is down. And that is a serious. I, I think this that one is this a one serious is sustainability question.
1: This one is interesting. And, you know, probably for me, the balance is off. In my view, and this is only my view, they don't give two hoots about the sustainability of the profession. They're trying to sustain their professional body and their jobs. And when they're each taking home between 800 and 500K a year at the senior exec level, uh, they try to do everything to sustain that, I think, more than the profession and the body. I'm clearly not on the inside. Clearly, that is just a a purely um, an outside view, but they're doing not as much for the sustainability of the profession uh, and doing a lot of effort to try to sustain the professional body, or at least their, their jobs in it. Should you give them a pass mark? Zero. do so they get so the Zero? I didn't know I was doing this with Red Simons. Well, no, but I think, but, but for me, David, and you go back to, you know, one of the values of, you know, integrity. Um, but when you, when you are only, I mean, I think they're only in it to sustain the body for the sake of sustaining the body. For their next for their next yes, It's not yeah. sustaining the profession. And I think as a member, we don't, we don't know I, that. That's your opinion. It's my opinion. It's entirely my opinion. So I mean, you look at it, and I discount anything that and they would argue that you the profession needs a strong institute or institute or a strong CAANZ. and but I think you you need a strong profession too. So I don't look. One, maybe I'll well, up it to a one. I just can't I don't know how I can give you a pass mark when the talent problem is is so bad. They've no. done nothing for the sustainability they've done nothing to they've done nothing to help the next generation of public practitioner. they've They've been entirely like entirely head in the sand. They've had no idea what we do, what we do in the future. They've joined. They've joined the chorus of tax is dead, compliance is dead stuff for years and it, it's really hurting the profession and they've done it on their watch. When you say they have no idea, I just I
0: want to digress a little bit because I've spoken to, to dozens and dozens of people who who have served on regional councils because they ought to know. There are enough talented people who donate their time on regional councils and give the feedback into CA and CA seems to choose not to listen. And you said on this, I've never been in that room. I've spoken to a lot of people who have. Um, I don't think, they, they don't know. I don't think it's accurate. I think they choose to do nothing about it because there are too many people who, sh- who say, I've told them. They
1: don't. listen. I think you're right. I mean, they, yeah. Well, they don't because then you don't have world-class they, confidence then. And, and I think get. that's right. Yeah, exactly. That, that they They've been told. They're fully aware, but they're just, they just don't need to. They've got right, so I'm giving them I'm giving them a two. You're giving them a one.
0: They are three for that. They got three for brand and the Influence, one for world class members. So they're three. They are seven out of fifteen at the moment. And they're two out of
1: fifteen for me. <laughs> there you go. Right. What a surprise. You're marking harder than me. Let's keep moving. I've seven been out of fifteen. David, I've seven sat out, sat out of fifteen not rooms. in pay rise territory yet. Let's see. I've what they sat in do. a lot of rooms and I've I've given a lot of feedback and it may the the inability to listen is it could be level. because because
0: you next you actually level. had bull terriers and wheelers by your side barking at them while you were delivering the feedback maybe okay. the delivery method anyway all good right let's keep going what do we got digital transformation and delivery getting the foundations right digital member experienced digital team experience They need to. Every business needs to do this. Every business needs to work on their digital experience moving forward. Uh, COVID sped it up, but it was going to happen anyway.
1: David, Salesforce, as from a member experience, has been an abject failure. They seem to lack any transparency on what it's cost or or what they invested in it Um, from the from the moment they chose it. The member the member groups councils had severe reservations about it it has it has it has increased the internal data on members has has i don't think i haven't heard any reasonable increase so that so there goes your there goes your member experiences well so i think your timing's off on that the salesforce implementation was pre this board I don't know. I, I think there's board members. There's board members on here that, that that saw that as well. Anyway, okay. Off the back of that, though, they I don't have that. seen. I have seen that. My CA is. You go in it. Okay. It is. It is. No, nice. I
0: see how the Smith active on enough social platforms. I it's a joke. You know, like honestly,
1: my CA is a joke. If it was not for staff members of CA posting on that, it would be. It would be a wasteland of. Stuff. Yet they paid you know, an unknown amount of money because um, they don't want to say it, I'll but it, the, the, the digital. User- the digital experience is is non-existent
0: as a public practitioner. Oh, my CA is a joke. I disagree. So one of the pillars here is personalized user experience. I think I get it. I'll tell you what. I can go into my CA. I can record all of my CPD. I can pay my membership. It's very obvious what's what training they've got coming up that I can pay for if I want. I can access my LinkedIn learning from it. I don't use the myCA chat thing but I could if I wanted to. Do I really want much more from a personalized user experience? Probably not. Pay my bill, Do you get track my in
1: unit. Sorry. Do you track your CPE unit? No, but I could. <laughs> that's like nobody uses it. I, seriously like I it, it's
0: yeah, but it does what I need. It lets me pay and it lets me get my invoices. I really don't that's like 90% of my actual <laughs> need from a digital experience. The key here is, um, I don't know what else, you know, I think that I think they're fine on this. Digital capability and culture, I don't believe they've got a digital culture based on my experience working with their legal and, digital and marketing teams. Uh, seamless digital platform, is it seamless? It's all in one place. Nobody goes there. <laughs> yeah, but you can't, we're not questioning whether or not this is the right strategy yet. We are just questioning how are they performing against their strategy.
1: I just don't think I just do not think there's a digital I, I I don't feel as as somebody as a member, David. I still get it's still email based. Click on an email. When I get my invoice, click on my email. Yes, I can do it in CA. I, I don't I don't think that my CA platform is very Seamless or is a good or is a good experience, and we use a lot of online systems, david. we use we, we use an awful lot of systems we do i I don't think they're using hopefully they're getting some data analytics or business intelligence out of this because they're certainly not. I haven't seen it. Have you uh, I don't know how to rate this I, for me, it's a zero. like I actually can't. I just think it's 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 again it's just a uh, like personalized user experience. They they don't they don't know fundamentally from my times on on councils. They actually do not know who their members are. They they seems can't to be true. they can't get an accurate picture of public practice. So t- ten whenever Lee White was a CEO, David, this this is how this is how simple if somebody, if anybody with a digital culture could happen right every year members have to go in and update their details to to pay their invoice right whenever Lee White was there it was in like his last two years would have been so we're talking nearly eight years ago I think seven or eight years ago I said on everyone's renewal notice you have to say what what industry you're in your public practice and the size of your public practice now they've had tries at it but they just, for for industry, for a professional body that wants to be have a data strategy and personalised user experience that actually doesn't know the size of the of of their members' employment, whether they're in business, whether they're in practice, whether they're all this. But for me, David, it's the size of the business. They just say, oh, well, you're in practice, but everyone in Deloitte is counted the same as everyone in a, a micro business. You know what? You've, you've won me
0: over. Because I'll add to this. And, I you zero. know, I'm minding, again, let's not worry about things that happened in the past. It's the performance in this current year for the board. Do they deserve a pay rise? Um, I t- Too many people say that the reason CA struggle to service public practice is they have too broad a customer base. And I just I think that's absolute bollocks for the, for the amount of money that gets spent on that executive team to not be able to manage five or six customer
1: groups. Literally, just not good enough. I'm giving them a one. You're giving them a zero. It's a zero for me. Their digital trans as far as I can see, their digital transformation is all about how much they can use the word digital and talk about. It, it, it's starting with platform, and then trying to backfill. Yeah, Salesforce because the idea
0: it is it's a bit like oh, oh, yeah. so no one gets no, fired for
1: buying Salesforce. So, that, so literally, you are just hamstrung. There's no culture of digital. You're just trying to learn what the system you got sold, or a previous board or previous executives got sold. That's not a digital culture, David. That's just trying to make you know, make good of a very bad situation.
0: Zero. They are on eight out of 20 at the moment, not looking good for the... Well, I don't think pay rise is a pass. Pay rise... They're out two out of 20 20 for me. I think We should have done a sweep. How many votes will Paul give? Oh,
1: let's go. Next, you can do this one. A culture of different... There was a consulting firm involved in this, I'm, I'm convinced. A culture of difference makers organizational agility and flexibility oh my god well
0: they, their argument will be that they have moved the ca program online all the assessments being moved online the first time they did it it failed uh, a lot of people couldn't get into the program they got kicked out they had to move really quickly on it can
1: i can i say david that i think if if i knew more about the going back to the digital very quickly i would give them a point if if i could understand if there's ca candidates out there if there's people who have people going through the ca program if they think there's a vote as a vote a point out of 5 in there for the the work they've done to transition then, then i'll then i'll yeah. i'll happily yeah. I'll happily this, give it that's my should, asterisk you, on my zero your
0: ranking should be different to ours you have a different experience to us we just Correct. want you to so i don't don't know you to about this debate. participate the
1: digital, yeah. i don't know about the digital side of the ca program but but i'm a zero from what i've seen Culture of difference makers, organizational agility and flexibility, fulfilling our potential, whatever that means, inclusive, inclusive and diverse culture. It does look very old male and stale at the top end, um, you, and, and most of the organization. Um, integrated really? talent management. Good, good um,
0: male female split on the board. Exec CEO led by a pretty high profile female. Yeah, no, no. The, the, I think the. Um, it's pretty poor. Honestly, I think the male, male female uh, split's feel- pretty good. I feel pretty dirty that we're talking about inclusivity and diversity and I just boiled it down to male-female splits in leadership positions. Yeah, I I think that doesn't feel right.
1: Yep. They probably haven't gone the depth in it uh, further than that. Look, the...
0: Paul, my take on this is that the culture of difference makers is already there because it's the members who are doing this. Members have an impact on mums and dads in communities all over Australia all the time. I reckon they got their purpose right. We support our members to make a difference in communities which they work and live. I love it. I've spoken for years. Get a good accountant in a community and that community does well. I reckon they do well on this because in spite of them, meaning the accountant drives this. I'm not sure how I attach this to the organisation, but they've got leadership in here. I'm not sure what they led the last year. They'll parade Ainsley's performance on getting CA as a preferred designation for that visa that's required to get into the CA program. Arguably, that was always going to happen anyway.
1: I think there's agile and flexible, David, for for anybody that served on a CA council or panel or board, you know, certainly agile and flexible is not the word I would use for for any. And and, and I've never heard it used for anyone who's dealt with with CA leadership. I don't know, they kind of tend to just want to look want to look important rather than actually making a difference. Are they making a difference? I don't know. I mean, the wellbeing the well-being piece was certainly if you look at the the, the professional body in a in Australia leading that is IPA. Know, the work they've done with with mental health, you know, that's that's their strength, um, you know, of an otherwise
0: Yeah, ca are part of that program as well. I think all the bodies, all the bookkeeping bodies are part of that. Um actually they did they
1: did the um no they they contributed to that one with with Deacon and ipa Yeah. You know they look yeah. yeah you're right. There's probably a um you know a point a point or two there. But I'm I giving them a three, but I think it's driven
0: by whether CA was there or not. I think public practice accountants would be delivering on this already. Curiously for me is that inclusion and diversity is listed as inclusion as diversity strategy. Does that mean they just need the strategy, but they don't actually have to do it? This level of corporate BS, inclusivity and diversity means very different things to what it means to us in smaller business where we can just act on it and, and choose to make management decisions thinking about it. These guys, this organization seems to be able to fluff around it. I think, look, and that's fine. I think a lot of strategic
1: plans have, have that pillar now. So that's. I'm going to give a on this. They get two a pass. For two for me. Um, Five like, out of 10. So they end
0: up with, if I added this up right, 13 out of 25. Uh,
1: and I'm a four, I think, out of 20. Twenty-five. with a question about the CA program. Yes, all up, all up, 13 out of 25. Yep, Uh, feel free, guys, reach out on on social media. Let us know whether or not we've been fair, harsh.
0: So this is my thinking as a CA member, 13 out of 25 is not good enough to get a pay rise in my book. Maybe it is in yours. If it is, then you should vote yes. If you do this assessment yourself and you get a different answer, fantastic, you have a different experience to us and, and we fully support that. We're not trying to to necessarily convince you that they should or shouldn't. We're trying to convince you to spend a hot minute assessing it and making a decision for yourself. The link to the AGM will be in the show notes. The link to
1: the strategy will be in the show notes. Paul, you wanted to do a little bonus. We've got six minutes. Six minutes, very quickly. I want to do two things. One is go through very quickly the values and then I want to talk about how physically, what is the process, Of voting in the AGM. Let's go with the voting first. You need to go and search for an email that says Chartered Accountants Australia and New Zealand 2022 Annual General Meeting. Uh, You will have received an email on the 20th of October with your unique identification number. Uh, Very simply click through the Investor Centre link. Uh, You can vote. Uh, You can vote yes or no. Uh, for the pay rise. And then you assign your vote to the president who will take your vote. You don't have to attend the meeting. You just assign the president your vote to be submitted uh, with your choice of yes or no. So that is a very simple process. And I'll tell you what, it was someone else's process, but maybe maybe there's half a point there for actually being able to get an online vote, um, which is nice. And and the links worked. So there you go. Maybe it's not all bad, David, uh tongue in cheek. Uh let's just quickly go through these values. Just because I I think I just I mean I have an issue with a couple. I think the values are collaborate, integrity, diversity, accountability, and grow. Now, grow is an internal value. That's fine. Um, that's what they want to do. Diversity. Uh, <laughs> not really an area that I have a lot of visibility about. So let's not, let's go with with collaborate. They just seem, C A N Z, seem to be unable to listen, care to listen, do whatever, and, and actually they collaborate with the members. They seem seem to collaborate with only the members that uh, give them that that give them a yes answer basically that they have enough that that can get positive feedback and then everyone else just gets uh gets shoved in a corner um it, it's just it, it's just really sad i mean throughout throughout all of our work on this david throughout our linkedin posts not one not one staff member from C A N Z has reached out to Speak to us. Uh, has anyone reached out to you, David? No one's reached out to me. To uh, No, I got read when um, I did a headline on a show.
0: Say he- cheating, CA. Uh, their press team reached out to me and said that's not true. Please change it.
1: Uh, so and, and again, I think the only collaboration they have is is issuing uh, threats. Uh, uh, I but get- I, yeah, I've I've got engagement with the
0: Catalyst team. I've got engagement. Yeah, with that's the because you. Sell,
1: that's because that's because they want your dollar. Like the, no, it's Catalystone. The, the
0: sponsorship team do, but I instigated that, so I can't.
1: I can't knock them the, for it. The only collaboration seems to be turning on the tap of sponsorship and just just feeding just a uh, uh, fire hydrant yeah. of whatever Again, software you know, uh, of whatever you software want to want to tell
0: members. Two years ago, I spoke to them. I said they should do it. You should do a tech focused conference. They ran a tech focused concert conference online. Now, there is a space for that, but that's my. That's not my so leadership, leadership, That's my- and
1: collaboration isn't just going to somebody who has money to pay you to open the audience and basically give them whatever, whatever content, whatever content software. You want to get. here you go? Just pay us some money and you get to run events or you get to promote to no our channel. And and we, we we don't know. We're just whatever you. Oh, this
0: this is more urgent. Votes need to be in by
1: 10 a.m. on Wednesday, the 26th of October.
0: I've got to I'm gonna publish.
1: To- uh, integrity, I think. Look, it, it's really hard about uh, the, I, the people we speak to, David. That that KPMG thing really, really rattled a lot of members in public practice. And accountability, I just think there's no accountability. the, this, the governance structure seems to have spoken to people who are on the on the council, have previously been on the council. The the accountability and the the structure of CANZ is set up to keep those in power in power. It's it's just, I just don't feel, I don't feel there's any accountability. That is why, have a look at the voting system, have a look at, rate it in your own mind, the performance, and vote to create accountability.
0: Yeah, have everyone, have a voice, have heard, don't be taken for granted. This is an opportunity to participate. Thank you very much, Paul. I'm going to, to show up ASAP we get an email out to our database, encouraging people to participate. This is the beauty of democracy and well, well-governed member organisations. Thanks very much, Paul. Thanks, mate.
1: Thanks again for listening to an episode of From the Trenches. David and I love to hear from listeners so you can reach out. If you've got feedback or story ideas, get in touch. I can be reached on Twitter at... Paul Meissner underscore or on LinkedIn, Paul Meissner. I'm on Twitter at David Boyar, B-O-Y-A-R, on LinkedIn, David Boyar. From the trenches.